Down for the Count with Brandon Medina and Dan Cialano. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ESPN San Antonio proudly brings to you the best show in the world. This is Down for the Count. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina. That is Dan Cialana, the dangerous one, Mr. Dan Cialana. How are you this afternoon, sir? How are you doing? I'm doing good, Brandon. You asked me in the private chat here if you want to go backstage, behind the scenes. Do you have any show notes? Absolutely not. Absolutely Gonna not. free ball it. Always All I got, this ball. is my show notes right here. Ooh, hop, doll, hop, di- hop, 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 hopadillo. Hopadillo, yes, there you go. Hopadillo. That's my show notes. I see you taking a taking a little a little stroll into the Carbach drinking world. Much appreciated. And Brandon, I always you know me like I I do things in proportion. So yes. I will put the effort into this show that ESPN San Antonio pays me to do. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm the, just kidding. They're the, good guys. They're good people. Parent company. Eh, yeah, yeah, but hey, listen, good listen. guys. ESPN Can't San Antonio. Can't, Can't control, control it all. However, we can control uh, this show a little bit, Dan, a little bit, right? We can't control everything, but we can control a little bit about what we talk about most of the time. And the universe has opened up the opportunity. Again, a door awaits us, Dan Cialana. Universe is spreading like this, open and wide. Spreading, open and wide. There is talks, Dan There's There's chats on the dark interwebs. Oh, the dark web, huh? Yes. Do I got to open my Tor browser here? Actually, I don't think we're going to be talking too much about dark webs. Let's not get into the wrong. <laughs> I don't know what you've been scene. doing. Um, I know everybody's having trouble these days. <laughs> that's right. There are talks, though, about a possible Dwayne The Rock Johnson comeback at Survivor Series to lead into WrestleMania that will be in Dallas, Texas, Arlington, Texas, uh, next year. Dan Cialana, are you buying it, or is this another one of those, uh, those smart rumors that just we see every year? You know, Brandon, there's all these rumors that come around over and over again, and my heart's already broken about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I uh, I was already hurt because, you know me, this last Royal Rumble, I wanted number 30 to be surprise entrance of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I wanted him to face his cousin Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That's what I wanted to happen. Everyone told me I was crazy. It's not going to happen. I still in my heart thought there might be a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm not going to let my heart go through that again, Brandon. I'm not. I'd love to see it, but I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to give my hopes up. I'm not going to sit there and watch a pay-per-view and just cross my fingers and hope that The Rock shows up. I don't so, know. Bleacher Report put out a picture. I'm not sure if you saw it, Dan. I retweeted it, but uh, Bleacher Report put out a picture. It's been 25 years since the whole Rocky Mavia movement, right? The whole uh, early Dwayne the Rock Johnson days. And when you look at it, uh, it it's a per- it's a picture perfect esque moment, right? I mean, you look at 25 year anniversary of him debuting in the WWE, and then also with the incredible storyline of the head of the table with Roman Reigns, who's his actual blood cousin and his other cousins involved with the Uso brothers. You have possibly the Rikishi. I did it for the rock, you know, moments. So yeah, I, I think this, this is, this might be the time. Dan. think about it. They saved a lot of money this past year. Um, I mean, not having to do the road shows. 
I, I would not put it past Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon to say, let's put all our eggs in one basket and let's bring the rock back, give him a blank check and say how much to get you back in the ring. I understand that. And I know the rock has a fond place in his heart for WWE. And I would love to see the rock come back. And, you know, maybe this is contradictory what I've been saying, but I, I want, it'd be cool to see him come back. But at the same time, WWE has to be very careful when, the biggest star, the biggest attraction for their event is someone from outside of the events. I, I know sometimes they've gotten close to that. Maybe they've even exceeded that in the past with celebrities. You know, you got like Ronda Rousey. Uh, you know, you've got, you know, what's that guy's name? LT, way back in the day, you know, for WrestleMania. Way Mr. Back. T, that goes way back, you know, big celebrities. But I think it's different, though, when it's somebody who's left the company, who's kind of said, like, okay, well, I've moved on from WWE. But now I'm going to come back and help you guys out. So I, you got to be careful about that. But at the same time, hey, if it makes money, it makes money. But it's, it's difficult to get invested in someone who's not going to be there for the long run. You know what I mean? I mean, at least with Ronda Rousey, she was a celebrity who came to WWE. But when Ronda Rousey came around, when she made that surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble, we knew that she'd be around for a long time. So I don't want to see Rock come in once once every five years. I don't know if that really helps WWE. I mean, it helps you on the buy rate. It helps get eyeballs on WrestleMania or Survivor Series or whatever. But I don't know if it's a good long-term plan, even though my heart wants to see it. No, I completely understand. I completely get it, Dan. You're absolutely right. When we saw Ronda Rousey come out, um, she was there for the long haul, right? We had, we had known about it. We had heard about it. That surprise and that pop was incredible. Um, I, I really think when you look at things, The Rock and Roman make sense right now. You're talking about the first mania, full crowd, full capacity. Uh, it's in the biggest stadium you could possibly do it in. Uh, it's there in Jerry World over there in Arlington. Um, the last time they did it, they broke the record, if you remember that. I know I was there at yeah. WrestleMania 32. They broke the record. It was like 109,000 people. I mean, you're going to get the buy rate. You're going to get the ticket pricing. You're going to get... Um, the older fans starting to watch the product again, the newer fans being introduced uh, to The Rock as a wrestler, not just the actor. I mean, I feel like it just makes a lot of sense. However, we have time, right? Survivor Series is November. We have time to, to continue to spread these rumors. We'll see what things are looking like at SummerSlam. Obviously, we're almost certain that Brock Lesnar will be back uh, by probably SummerSlam, I'm assuming. Dan, would you agree with oh, that? Oh, good. Yeah, I think that's that, that's that's... That's going to happen because he's, he's been he's been out working on his three moves that he has. Yep. And Dan Silana is the number one Brock Lesnar fan for anybody who didn't know. Uh, he is a, a Brock Lesnar mark. Um, absolutely. But when we talk about current wrestling, we have a huge pay-per-view happening on Father's Day. Dan Silana. Right. Because Vince uh, McMahon uh, doesn't care about doesn't family. Care. No, no, not at all. There Why is would... no family. As a man, a man who puts himself against God back in the day does not care about his family on Father's Day. But we will see friend of the show who was just recently on the show, Drew McIntyre, uh, going up for the belts in a Hell in a Cell match against Bobby Lashley. Dan, how hyped are you? I would say somewhat hyped. Uh, I like, like we told Drew when we had him on the show. Uh, first of all, actually, hold on. Can I, can I back up here, Brandon? Back up. This is, this is something that's been bothering me for a week. So you and I have discussed, you know, we talk about how a match is going to turn out, but I, I, I've never awkwardly just asked you in front of our guest, 
That was if our guest was going to lose. I felt bad. I felt like it was. I was in the middle of asking the question. I'm like, hey, Brandon, Drew's right here, but what do you think are his chances? And right in the middle of me asking, I was like, no, don't do this. This is bad. This is rude. And I felt bad. I, I, it bothered gonna, me like Claymore all day. Was come through the camera. I was going to get Claymore <laughs> kicked through the camera. I mean, he, Drew sat forward and was like, yeah, what do you think, Brandon? Yeah, you know, and, and my only solace was thinking, well, he's probably doing a lot of media these days, and maybe our interview wasn't the worst. So that was how I was comforting myself. I was holding myself thinking like, well, there's probably people who did worse interviews with Drew McIntyre. Right. And then meanwhile, they, I was They all here. can't be winners. Right. Meanwhile, I was over here trying to get a concealed handgun license. I had, <laughs> I had extra ring doorbells put in. I mean, I was just making sure I had cameras all around the house just because of the fact that you put me on the map uh, come August when they come for Monday Night Raw in San Antonio. Drew McIntyre definitely is going to be have it out for me if he loses this uh, if he loses this match at the Hell in the Cell. He's going to be like, hey, Brandon, remember where you were real confident? <laughs> Didn't happen, brother. And by the way, Brandon, uh, since we're doing full transparency night, full transparency night, I should say. Uh, so one may wonder if they follow our show, they would say, well, you guys sounded really excited that Monday Night Raw was coming back to San Antonio when you talked to Drew McIntyre. <laughs> but usually when you guys talk about Monday Night Raw, you're not particularly excited about Monday Night Raw. Right. So I will say this. <laughs> Sometimes in media, you got to do what you got to do. And Drew was our guest and it was not our, and he was there to promote Monday Night Raw as his job. Okay. And it's not our job to ask an employee why his show sucks sometimes. Right. It would not be fair to put him in that position. Uh, well, it, it just wasn't that kind of interview. It was not a long, in, this isn't freaking Diane Sawyer. That's back yes. in the day. You know, this isn't 2020. Uh, you know, it's like, it wasn't that kind of interview. It was supposed is it's upbeat, it's fun, promote the event, talk about some other stuff, but it wasn't our place to criticize Monday Night Raw in front of an employee of Monday Night Raw who probably agrees with us, but maybe can't say it. So this is not it's not the appropriate form for that. So I, I just wanted to say that I don't want anyone to think we're being fake or you know, we're inconsistent. It just wasn't the place it's not the appropriate forum to ask Drew McIntyre or any other WWE super uh, superstar in that kind of interview environment about the criticism of WWE. At least that's my opinion. You might have a different opinion, Brent. No, I, 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 I completely agree. Uh, however, I will say uh, in my best Rikishi impression, like I said, you know, instead of did it for the rock, we did it for the show, right? You did, we did it, it for the show. You did it for the show. Listen, you got it. Sometimes you got to kiss a little ass in these days in corporate America, people. If you don't know, now you know. Listen, and, and, you know, respect, and it's, we listen, if we Drew? get free tickets, yeah, we, we respect yeah. Drew. And if we get free tickets, we'll go. We I might even pay for a ticket. I might even pay for a ticket. Oh, maybe. No, absolutely not. However, maybe, maybe uh, like if I get a $20 ticket or something, but I'm just saying like, I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 we, I'm happy we, for them that they're coming back. Yes. I mean, I'm happy for the fans. I mean, we're fans. I'm happy for the company and the, the wrestlers, but I just, I think Monday Night Raw sucks sometimes, but it wasn't our place to tell Drew that we in his respect, face. <laughs> we respect the product. We respect the individuals. That's why we watch. That's why weekly, every week, we're tearing off the bandage and the scab of watching Monday Night Raw for you guys. And we sit there and we smile for two seconds and then we're yeah. happy. And then, it, it, listen, you move on. It's okay. Listen, if you don't know how to fake it, ask your fiance or the love of your life. <laughs> 
they'll tell you, listen, guys, it is what it is. All right. So don't worry about it. Listen, Drew McIntyre, we love him. We appreciate him. He's a friend of the show. And like always, we've only seen it happen one time. When you come on this show, you normally are in line to win a title or something positive will happen for your career. Only mm. once has it has, has, has it has it done us wrong. Well, the first time Drew McIntyre was on yes, our show was actually last year, right around uh, Hell in a Cell last year, and he lost that he lost his championship. So we'll see what happens this weekend. I mean, you know, it, we have a mixed record. You know, Bianca Belair was on our show; she won WrestleMania. We're gonna hold that one up forever. But some other people didn't do as well. Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara, sorry, uh, Lance Archer. <laughs> this is just recently. That's, that's, so, that's a recent one. True. Very so, true. I mean, you know, but we have a mixed people, record. Listen, a mixed yeah, record. Mixed record, but then also you got people going into the Hall of Fame with Molly Holly after our show. Right. And MVP got a new gig, of course, with WWE. He did. That led him to become one of the best heels and best managers in the business. I mean, listen, we have a mixed record, but I feel like if you're a betting man, we have a lot more wins than we do losses. Well, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, his career... Uh, excelled after he was on our show. hundred so. and it's because of our show. It's because it must Lashley, be Bobby Lashley. It's not because he's a good athlete. Absolutely not. That, that has nothing to do with it. Because <laughs> he was not on he, ESPN he, San Antonio. Yeah, not, that, not that he can wrestle. Forget that. No, he's like, you know what? I was on the ESPN San Antonio Facebook page. Yeah, I was on down for the. It propelled me to the top. It just, I mean, the, the, the fans I got from that show <laughs> propelled me to what I am today. But we have Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Inside Dan, Hell in a Cell. Inside Hell in a Cell, Dan. Uh, let's be honest now. You put me on the spot. Okay, you put me smack dab on the spot with Drew. Right. I firmly believe Drew McIntyre should be champion. I mean what I said in our interview. I think Drew should have and should still hold the belt for like a year, two years. Do it like the old, yeah. old school time. The way we do with Roman. Nobody, nobody questions it with Roman. Roman always has a damn belt. Or is always He's the head of the table. I understand, but I'm saying even when he was hated, Dan, this man had a belt all the time or was fighting for a championship. Well, back when Roman was hated when he was not supposed right. to be hated. Right, exactly. Yeah. Pre, pre-announcement pre of leukemia, of course. Everybody hated him. Post-leukemia, we love him, and it's not because of it. He is a great heel, and he's done a lot for his career. But when it comes to Drew McIntyre, we've all loved him. Not once has anybody questioned on social media, he's an awful champion. Why is, no, what, there was no. no. Now, Bobby Lashley deserves it. But Drew McIntyre should be champ, or at least one of them. Pick one and roll with them for a good while. Let them be a champion where when, when the title changes, it means something, Dan. Yeah, I think Bobby Lashley probably needs to hold on to the title for a little bit longer now because I think oh, they really need to set him up. You weren't going to say that in front of Drew? Well, I, uh, it didn't come up. I mean, I asked you, you didn't oh, ask me. such a pain in my ass. <laughs> this guy, it didn't come up, he says. It didn't come up, I mean, yeah. So I, I, you know, I mean, I would say that in front of Drew, no, too. Not. I would not, you're right. But I think in terms of just kind of story, I would say it's a better story for Bobby to have the title a little bit longer because he already has that monster energy, not monster energy like the drink, but like the energy of a monster in terms of this, undefeatable just huge man just insurmountable mountain that nobody could nobody can defeat and i think he needs to keep that a little longer i think he is bobby lashley is going to start getting that brock lesnar energy where he comes out and people go oh, crap what's going to happen now someone's going to get killed because so, you got to realize brock lesnar is one of the most hated characters 
in the company, right? The most hated yeah. individuals probably backstage. I, I mean, we've read stuff before, but Brock Lesnar gets you over. Nobody does. does it like Brock Lesnar. If you beat Brock Lesnar, you are on the map. Look at what it did. Had Finn Balor not gotten hurt during that match, he was the first Universal Champion, as I'm sure you remember, Dan, at SummerSlam. Finn Balor's career was headed for absolute stardom. Yep. It took a step back. He's still doing his thing on NXT. But when you look at the people who have beat Brock Lesnar, they're making merch for it. They're making merch. The Beast Slayer, Seth Rollins. They're making, I mean, it, it, it has a certain feel uh, when you beat Brock Lesnar. Drew McIntyre throwing him on the Royal Rumble changed his career completely. I firmly believe if you're going to roll with one, whether you think Bobby Lashley should hold it or Drew, whatever the case, let Brock Lesnar go against them. And I think you're right in saying it should be probably Bobby. Because if Bobby Lashley beats Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, like we're assuming it might play out, that cements Bobby Lashley as a legitimate champion in the eyes of the fans. In my eyes, at least. I think so. And in terms of this Sunday's Hell in a Cell, I uh, I hope that they have a definitive winner. You remember yes. this. I think you were at Hell in a Cell here a few years ago in San Antonio. And uh, let's see, who who was fighting the main event there? I don't remember now, but I remember Brock Lesnar came out at the end. Right. That was and uh, uh, disrupted the match. Yep. And yep. then it was the first time that Hell in a Cell was just like called off. <laughs> just like in terms of just like, what are we going to do? You know, and it was like it, it went completely against what Hell in a Cell was supposed to be. Didn't really make much sense. So hopefully this year they don't do that. I mean, the San Antonio AT&T Center booed everybody out of the building. They booed the commentators out of the building after the show went off the air. They were so pissed off. They were chanting, this is bullshit. And uh, hopefully that doesn't happen this Sunday. I want a definitive definitive uh, ending. Even if it's an ending I don't like, I want something really concrete where we go, okay, this was the person who was really supposed to win. And ideally in Hell in a Cell, the idea is that there is no outside interference, but then you never know. People people come out of the cell, they get on top of the cell, they fall off the cell, they go through the cell. We'll see. I think it'll be a good match. Uh, do you think it'll be bloody? Do you think this Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre match, do you think anyone's going to get any color, as they say? I, I absolutely hope so. You know you know, Because you're me. a sick I'm asshole. I'm a sick individual, and I love me. Maybe it's the UFC I've been watching for so long. I'm just super into it. You love the blood. I love the blood. Give me all the blood, but do it right. You know what I mean? I don't think I've ever seen Drew bloodied. Uh, maybe maybe once, but I know Bobby's definitely added some color to matches in the past with the e, uh, the ECW days. I almost said the he used to add some color to Lana back in the day. That's Listen, hey now, come on. But uh, yeah. however... I firmly believe they need to do uh, something special for this match. Um, Hell in a Cell already is special, but it needs a little um factor. You know what I mean? It needs a little bit of that kind of factor, that mm, that little factor. So uh, for me, adding some color might be there. But the thing is, what can you do that hasn't already been done, Dan? That's the question. Is you have to think back to not only the one we all love and know of of Mick Foley as as Mankind and and the Undertaker, but also you look at just a few years back, um, the New Day and the Usos had an incredible Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Uh, Randy and Jeff had a great match here in San Antonio that was real sick and twisted. Um, you look at the Shawn Michaels Hell in a Cell matches, the Triple H. I mean, it's just, what can you do different? I do not know. And I think you're starting to run into the fact of you're going to have to start recycling some of the similar stuff that you've seen. And I think with Drew and Bobby, they're not risk takers. At least as characters, you don't really see them take much risk, much high dives. 
Uh, but I could see them definitely breaking through the cell wall with a spear or with a with a claymore kick or something. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to the top of the cell ever again. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think, in my opinion, the greatest moment, the most spectacular Hell in a Cell moment of all time is, of course, Undertaker throwing mankind off the top of the right, cell. Of uh, that's never going to happen again. We're never, ever going to see that again unless... And here's the only unless part, the only but. Uh, this match on Sunday will not be in front of a crowd, right? I It'll be in the Thunderdome. So. Yeah, it is. Actually, I know it's in the Thunderdome because I got a Thunderdome ticket <laughs> for oh, this, this Sunday. Man. So this so since there's no crowd there, they could do some some trickery. The Alexa now, Bliss that, that, match? Is that what you're thinking? Or? I'm just saying like someone could fall off the top of the cage and make it appear like they fell through the table from the top of the cage the because Chris of the camera. Jericho, the Chris Jericho-esque. Yeah, but better because no crowds there. So people would actually it would actually look good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that might be a possibility. Now, some people may not like that. They may think that's cheating. That's not fair. That's camera tricks. That's not wrestling. It's like, hey, dude, it's it's at this point because there's no crowd there. It's a TV show. So they're going to make a good TV show. So that's the only reason. That's the only way I could see them doing something spectacular like that, like coming off the top of the cage. I think they can definitely find an excuse to be on top of the cage and fight on top of the cage. Uh, but yeah, I don't think anyone, I don't, I don't think anyone's gonna be falling through the cage or off the cage unless, like I said, they do some camera trickery, some shenanigans. Some shenanigans, Dan Cialana says. I completely understand it, sir. I will say though, uh, the other one that surprises me is we're not gonna see a women's Hell in a Cell match. I don't believe, right? There's no. Yeah, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair and, and Bianca versus Bailey. They're not. Hell in a Cell matches, which I think is unfortunate. I, I wish, I wish at Hell in a Cell all the matches would be inside That's the cell. That's what I'm saying. If we're gonna do, I don't it, know why don't, they can't. Don't don't name a pay per view that and then not give us what we want. Give me what I want in the name of Batista. Um, but I mean, you see Bianca Belair and Bailey. Obviously, I have um, a huge streak going right now with pay per views, not WWE pay per views, but outside. <laughs> but also, I have a huge streak of just absolutely complaining about Bailey. Um, I, I'm, I, I am a fan of Bailey's ring work. I'm not the biggest fan of her mic work, but this match intrigues me enough to watch. Um, obviously Bianca Belair, huge friend of the show, um, promoter of the show, lover of the show. I mean, you look at it, is Bianca yeah, Belair, it's a little even, much. is Bianca <laughs> Belair even a champion without the show? That's the question. Dan. I mean, I feel like, I, I, I think she'd be doing okay, but yeah, I would no. just say to you real quick though, I'm taking a little timestamp here. I believe you said you don't like Bailey's mic work. So we're going to isolate that. Okay. That's what and uh, if we ever get a chance to interview Bailey, I knew you were going to do this. We, that's, we why, can ask her that's, why I, that's why, that's why I was very careful with my words. I knew this was happening. Um, Anything you say is, is, is you are liable for later. It will be, will, can and will be used against you in future interviews. Fair. And I'll sit there and laugh too. No, hundred percent. Dancy and I happily throws me under the bus in front of our guests. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, if we ever have Bailey on, I know I saw her play guitar once at an opener for uh, Blink One Eighty Two, which is crazy. To what? Say. Yeah, she just came out and played guitar for. She's random as hell for a band. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, Did you know she was going to be there, or is she no, just walk on like, stage? And here's WWE superstar Bailey. She just came out shredding on guitar. So save that timestamp, <laughs> asshole. Instead of saying the other one. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Bianca Belair is definitely one of our favorites. Uh, also, 
Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley is going to be incredible. We've seen it before, but I hope I hope they do something different. I know Charlotte Flair recently got some heat online too because she mentioned she like admired and was very happy with uh, Andrade's choice to move on from WWE. Would you? Ever well, did she say it like that, or did she did she say I'm I'm glad he moved on, I don't or did know. she say I'm I'm happy for his opportunities? Maybe I doubt. It's her it boyfriend. Like, what the I hell? She's she supposed bad. to be quiet. I think I think, let me find this tweet now. Yeah, go. She didn't it. say, "Hey, I'm glad my boyfriend got out of this damn company." Yeah, I don't I think, think she, she said like, that. Screw this company, quote, and then it was, "I hope to leave too." End quote. Let me That's find this I tweet. Yeah, I hope I leave as well. Uh, no, uh, Charlotte Flair obviously is never going to leave. There's no way she has too much on the line. Uh, but when we look at the rest of the matches, Dan, does Rey Mysterio Roman Reigns do anything for you? Because for me, it does absolutely jack shit. I mean, it's yeah nothing. I mean, we know the we know how it's going to end. We know that Rey Mysterio is not going to be a legit contender for the title. Uh, there's just no way leading into SummerSlam. Why do we continue to do this? Why? Why? I feel like it's a. And I, I, I don't want to be rude because I think Rey Mysterio is one of the best wrestlers of our generation. But when you look at it, Dan, why do we continue to? discount the intelligence of of the audience we know Rey Mysterio is not gonna win this title so why are we having this match well I think we're having this match I, I think it goes back to what you were saying about The Rock I think maybe you know backstage Vince McMahon and creative they think someday we're gonna get The Rock but so we need we need we want Roman versus The Rock that's our money match someday but we need something to do with Roman until then <laughs> you a know blow off matches we need a bunch of blow off matches Maybe they're intent. May, well, this would imply that they're thinking ahead, but maybe they're intentionally trying to frustrate the audience. Like, who's going to beat this guy? Who's finally going to defeat Roman Reigns? And this match on Sunday, yeah, I don't think there's any way that Rey Mysterio wins. I wish it had more stakes. We, we we've been hearing that Rey Mysterio was kind of winding down. Maybe yeah, wants to retire soon. This could have been a retirement match. It could have been like title versus retirement. But I don't I, unless they do unless they do like a like a, a swerve, bro, and they give Ray the title. But I don't see them doing that. There's and no that would be it would be ridiculous. It would make it would it would make Roman look really bad unless there was some kind of shenanigans, some kind of outside interference. No, there's I don't no know. way. There's no way. So that's going to be a squash match. You think? Do you think Roman's just going to murder him? I, I I can't. It can't be. It's a hell in a cell match. Like you're not going to give that match the hell in the cell over Bianca Belair and Bailey and over Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, even over Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler, and then make it a blow-off squash match. That'd be... I mean, what's the point of watching the pay-per-view? Then, then at that point, you're just watching one hell in the cell match at a pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell. I'm trying to remember. Has Rey Mysterio been in hell inside Hell in a Cell before? I don't remember. That's a great question. I, I feel I, bad. I, but, you know, but either way... I don't know if he has before. I don't remember, but this will very likely be the last time he's inside Hell in a Cell. Maybe first and last. I don't know, but definitely the last, I think. 100%. And maybe he just wants a chance to be able to just kind of just show show what he's got inside Hell in a Cell before he retires. Maybe. And maybe that's that that's the right thing to do. It's or maybe just, the writers are just out of ideas. I think that's what it is. I mean, <laughs> when you're throwing Dominic, and it looks super cheesy, that little throw. Um, but whenever you're, you're still feuding with Dominic, we haven't even seen much of Dominic uh, Mysterio. I, I Nobody's buying in. Nobody's buying in, Dan. Nobody's saying, I want more Mysterio in my life. I want more, you know, I mean, Ray maybe, but he's not a, a legit challenger. Like, it's a waste of no. time. It's a piss match. That's what it is, 100%. It's a 
go to the restroom, come back. You know the result. You're not going to miss anything. Trust me. Like, it's Roman Reigns by a mile. Um, whereas Drew McIntyre, at least you and I both agree, and I'm sure fans do too, that can go, that can go any which way. Yeah. But in terms of uh, Roman versus Rey Mysterio, the only way I can think of this having any kind of consequence is maybe uh, one of the, uh, what's his name, Uso. One of the Uso brothers turns on Roman, somehow interferes in Hell in a Cell somehow, and causes Roman to lose or almost lose. You know, maybe it's, it's kind of some kind of plot device to move that storyline along. But like you said, it's kind of like it's kind of frustrating to watch a match and look forward to a match where you know there's no real stakes and you know like there's not going to be any continued feud after on sun, after Sunday. Like it's just kind of, like you said, it's a piss match: popcorn, piss, nachos, whatever you're into. Yeah, I mean, you're dead in the water after this. There's no ideas following up to this. Um, clearly, uh, our friends at Creative are out of ideas, and clearly they yeah. need um, some help like Dancy, Lana, and Brandon. We've been emailing them. I don't know why they don't. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, what else could I do? Maybe it goes to spam. I te- tell Vince to check his spam folder. Call in the 1-800 number. I just can't get through. Um, but it's, it is what it is. WWE is going to continue putting the product they're putting in front of us. We're going to continue watching. We're going to continue bringing content. It is all good. However, AEW, on the other hand, is... Did you see this, Dan, that MJF opened up a new cryptocurrency? Did you okay, see I, s- <laughs> did you see I saw that today on a wrestling website. It was a wrestling website I've never visited before, so I thought oh, it might... I'm like, find it? Was it a pop-up like, on a... I was like, is this X, a satire? XX? Well, you know, I got a lot of pop-ups oh, coming on. But uh, I was like, is this satire? Maybe he's trying to do the Brandon Medina thing. He wants to invest in that Dogecoin because you want to hang out with Cameron Grimes. You want to take that Dogecoin to the moon. Yep. I'm just you know, I'm just afraid that you're going to get all that Dogecoin money. You're going you're gonna to cash out. You won't want to do the show anymore. So you won't want to hang out with the little people anymore. If Dogecoin hits, I'm 100% not doing this show. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm going to start acting like prime Randy Orton. I'm going to come out to the show and just let a waterfall of gold hit me from behind. You'll be in the front row of all the wrestling events. You'll be like that green shirt guy with a smiley face. Yeah, what except do they it'll do be for you. Work? What except it'll be you. Probably that? nothing. What is that? Is that He's those, just like white. Just, That's his job, being white. Those, <laughs> Rich. <laughs> It's a job for a lot of people. Are those WWE plants? Like, is that real? No, actually, and this is kind of a side note here. There's actually the I gotta you got watch me it. Stuck into this now. Well, there's a there's a documentary that WWE recently put out Damn. about uh, that that super fan. Now, I can't remember his name, but he was yes. there like at every WrestleMania Back for, in like for 80s and decades, 90s, right? In two thousands, and his name escapes me now. And bald dude with glasses, not me, but he's actually <laughs> he's like. Got what his name is now. I can see his face, but he was there in the front. He always wore a tank top and like he uh, had glasses on, and you're like, yeah, he's always in the front row. And the super fan. Time? How was he? How was he then? Let me see that one more time. Ah, that's what he was. Yeah, that was kind of like kind of offensive, huh? That I'm gonna look at this WWE super fan. I know. Was it, was it like Jean- Vladimir? Oh, see, I was so close. I said I knew it was something here. Different. I'm gonna let me see if I can do this here. Vladimir Kozlov. I hate. Is that what it was? Is I that- think so. yeah, Klaus. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. No, I, what is his name? It's Vladimir something. Vladimir Here, something, yeah. let me see if I can play this. Hold on. Always there me, back in the day. Let me try this. Let me. You, you'll recognize this guy. Let me see if I can do this here. Does he still go, or is it like? I haven't seen him lately. I think like it explains it in the documentary. I think he got sick. So let's see what we've got here. Can you hear that? Vladimir. No, I can't hear it, but I see it. I see it. You'll see. Clear. Maybe turn. Where's the, the guy? That's the guy. That's him. The guy. Yep, that dude. 
Okay. Vladimir. Yeah, he was there. And actually, this is back in the day. I remember, I'm pretty sure I, WrestleMania X7 in Houston in 2001. I'm pretty sure that when we were leaving, the crowd was leaving. I'm pretty sure I was walking out behind him. But I was too shy to ask him if he was that guy. Dan, there's no way in hell that you remember what happened after WrestleMania. No, I'm telling you, that was it. Was it was Dad, it was him because he was carrying a chair? Because when you it was you could if you were in the in the front rows, you could have a chair. I'm telling you, it was Vladimir. No, it wasn't. No, yes, it, wasn't. it was. Dan, it was. I'm telling you, but I didn't. I was too shy to ask. It was some other scrawny dude with glasses. No, it was like, not. It was Vladimir. Well, I should have asked him. I didn't even ask. We'll never know, Dan. We'll never know. It would have been kind of awkward though if it wasn't him though. I mean, like, oh, because you look a lot like. Never mind. Um, yeah, yeah but you, about. yeah, you're. No, nah, it gets weird racially, you know. So. Yeah, on Dan's deathbed, yes. he's gonna be like, oh, I just really want to. What if it was Vladimir? Vladimir, was it Vladimir? <laughs> no, Dan, it wasn't. But. But there's the green shirt guy, and there's the guy, yeah, the the, the, the Brock Lesnar shirt guy, and then there's the guy with the uh, the super fan with he's he wears like a like a doctor's like like a what do you call it shirt what's the damn thing called a gown? doctor doctor's gown but he's got like wrestling shirt. logos all over i'm telling i don't know what it's called the freaking doctor with the doctor wear the white thing the doctor wears Listen, Dan. anyway we'll never be super fans because we'll never have enough money unless that dogecoin yeah that dogecoin hits right every to the moon because uh, a lot of those guys don't even seem excited anymore like they just go to the events you know I, okay i don't want to be i don't want to be a jerk here and you know i we're going off script. We're going way off script. But listen, if, if I had enough money to go to all these wrestling events, be in the front row, like, I don't want to make a celebrity out of myself. Dan. I just want to enjoy. You want to be a celebrity. Like, even if you, like, had the opportunity. Like, you I hate very, I hate attention. You're, yeah, you're a closed guy. I get more than two tweets. I'm like, I, I, I hate this. I just want to be left alone. I'll tell you what, guys. You guys ever meet Dan Cialana outside of these of these boxes right here? It's a different <laughs> Dan Cialana. Dan Cialana is a happy-go-lucky here after that. He's just wants to fight everybody. He's a pissed off. Nah, it is back. Okay, you know what I'm like? Okay, this is like, okay, do you remember back in the day at Chuck E. Cheese? Like, they have the Whoa. animatronic, you know, animals. And then, like, they do they do their show and they're all excited. But then they're, when they're done, they go, right. They fall. That's me. They go when this show's over, like there ain't nothing going on. Yeah. Fair enough. So Fair enjoy enough. me while you have me here. Yeah, I'm the same throughout. If you guys see me out in public, You're pretty consistent. As long as, long as you buy me um, some tequila, we're having a good time. Um, he likes so. people. Yeah, I like people. Danciana likes wrestling. <laughs> just minus the people. <laughs> just minus the people. That's why. That's why Danciana gets a, gets gets a kick out of going to the the backstage. Uh, what is it called? The the one th- you're gonna be there Sunday. The ticket the tickets you got. What is it? The oh the Thunderdome. I'll be Thunder in the Thunderdome. Dome. Dan loves the Thunderdome. Dan's like this <laughs> is I could be live. there and not be this, there. This is, <laughs> this is all my jam. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's a big fan of the Thunderdome, whereas I. I'm looking forward to going to more in-person events. You've been to a couple in-person events though lately. How's that? How's it been? How's it been treating you to get back out and watch wrestling in person? Yeah, it was uh, last month. I went to Mission Pro Wrestling right. up in Buda, Texas. Friends. Mission Pro uh, Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa's uh, event, and it was great. I saw a friend of the show, Alex Gracia. Got to talk to her. Uh, got to meet uh, Roxy for the first time as well. It was cool. Uh, Thunder Rosa got mad at me because I didn't say hi to her. That was a whole thing. I had to apologize. It was a whole thing. Um, she other than that, a, f- a figure four leg lock to make you apologize. No, she like she flipped me off on a live stream. It's a whole thing. She okay. she was mad. So I had to I had to go, I had to go visit her in person and apologize. <laughs> it was a weird. 
It's just kind of I had to make like, sure. It's like your mom the way you're like, and then I just <laughs> I got I got I got grounded and you know. I no, it was just privileges. like I didn't you know like I just didn't want heat, so I I, I had to make it. <laughs> to make Alana it. <laughs> really believes he's gonna get heat. <laughs> I got heat. I'll show you the video. I'll show you the video sometime. She got mad at me. I'm like, I, w- I wanted to leave her alone because I thought she was busy doing the event and I, don't, I didn't want to go bother her with everybody else. So she got all offended. I was like, all right, well, cool. But Damn. I apologize. It's good. It's good now. It's good. Dan, Dan, Dan Cialana and Thunder Rosa's love runs deep. It's, uh, <laughs> she is, everything's it's, fine now. Everything's fine now. They're best friends again. Everything's fine. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, um, Hopefully we'll talk to her soon. Yeah, absolutely. We always yeah. are welcome. She is absolutely always welcome. We love her. But because know. actually, Mission Pro Wrestling, well, they're doing a show way up near College Station okay. next month. But then the following month, they're actually becoming to San Antonio for the first time. Wow. So you'll be doing a special show. I'm not sure if it's uh, tickets are on sale yet. I think it's gonna be August 20th. I think it's the same weekend as as SummerSlam. It's gonna be at the Salvation Army. It's gonna be a a uh, fundraiser or Salvation Army, and it's actually gonna be an intergender. Mission Pro Wrestling, because Mission Pro Wrestling typically is all women, but they're going to do an inter- intergender. It'd be good times. So hopefully I won't, I will not have upset her again. I'm actually, I'm sweating right now. I'm actually uncomfortable talking about this. Yeah, Dancy line of clearly I just, is, you know me, like I'm, I'm just... interrogating you and talking <laughs> to you. I mean, this is, it's interesting to see you like this, sir. Here's the thing with Under Rosa, because sometimes I don't know if, if these interactions I've had with her are just in my imagination and you guys are just playing along. <laughs> like... Because there is actually, there is actually, oh I forgot God. what it's called. There's actually a, um, a mental illness. I think it's called, this is weird. I think it's called erotomania. Hold on. on right and it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a belief that you have a, like a relationship. Well, <laughs> it's a, it's a false belief that you have a relationship with a, with a famous person that you don't. <laughs> so I'm just, I don't, I'm just saying like you guys are, I don't I'm just trying to tell you the truth. Thunder Rosa, chop this man in the gut. Okay, chest next time. I gotta have her tweet me or something. Just like, have yeah. we met? Like, am I imagining things? I, I know, so like, Dan maybe the, with the pandemic and everything, all the all the trauma. Like, I think Dan I I've met these wrestlers. I haven't. Dan does not have a grip on reality after. I don't. Quarantine. It is just. It's okay, just Brandon. Hard. Like, you have to because you've never seen me in the same room with Thunder Rosa before. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, next time, if we get if we see her in person, you need exactly. to take a picture and, like, verify that I... That... I'm going to take a picture and it's just going to be you staring at a... I know. It's like, it. Dan, you're, you're, like, showing me, like, Dan, look, you have your arm around nobody. She's not the, there. I just You've saw never the sixth sense. This is exactly... You don't know her. You've exactly. never met her. <laughs> Dan's like, I see famous people. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dan's, that's Dan's go-to. Oh, my God. This is just a wrestling suit. I need to now. I need to find a damn picture. Okay, I need you to. You, I need held, to, you held the belt, didn't you? Didn't you hold? Yes, I held the NWA belt. Women's Championship. Was she there with you? Because if she wasn't, I don't believe. It. I think yeah, you know, she I mailed it to the radio station. Had a replica NWA belt. Now I'm actually like, now I'm actually getting like a little panicky because I, I need to actually <laughs> figure I'm this. <laughs> I'm looking through my Twitter account the to see. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. on. What is the possibility of? Wait a minute. This emotional breakdown and mental. Wait a minute. Lapse. You knew the whole like. There we go. Name is that a real picture? Dan, nobody's with you there. Shut up! Shut up! Don't do that to me. <laughs> so I just went to the wrestling shop and took a picture with Air. <laughs> yeah, you just the wrestling shop. And they're like, nobody's here yet, Dan. They're like, like, just let the guy take the damn picture. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay. Oh my God, what a time. 
I didn't see any face paint. That's just a woman. That I Shut up. That's at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no face paint. That's just somebody. I mean, I've run into her a hundred times. Uh, I, just, I, just, I just grabbed some Latina at the mall. <laughs> I was like, yo. He's with the Ingram. And we're like, hey, take a picture with me. Um, so when we talk about wrestling, though, before we get out of here. Oh, my AW, God. It's supposed to be doing a huge show in New AW, York City. AW, you said? Yeah, AW. Have you seen this? New, New York, York City. City. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's at uh, this stadium there. It's supposed to have like a 23,000 person capacity. And I don't know if that includes like being on the field or whatever, but it's supposed to be like the biggest show AEW's ever done. I believe it's the first time they've been in New York. So it's kind of a test. And, you know, back in the day, back like in WCW days, if you didn't fill the stadium or the arena, you can give out, give away free tickets in paper. And that's that's actually a trick that Monday Nitro used to do all the time. They would give a lot of free tickets. You go to 7-Eleven and they get free tickets for Monday Nitro. That's awesome. And uh, these days, it's a little harder to do that because people would find out. I assume every radio station, every TV station within 100 miles of New York will have free tickets for anybody who want, wants to go to paper that thing. They never know. Maybe people will just buy. I don't know. But that's going to be in September. So looking forward to that and see if, if they, they can pull it off. We'll see. And as far as I know, I think New York is kind of like opening up in terms of uh, capacity and everything. I know a lot of late night talk shows and other shows in New York are kind of going back to having crowds. So I guess by September, it'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, I I, I look forward to it. I'm going to be at WrestleMania. That is no doubt. Uh, I will be there, uh, especially if it's in Arlington. If it was in New Orleans, even more. I loved New Orleans. But um, I'm, I'm for sure going to be at WrestleMania. I want to start venturing out. I know you and I might be at that Cedar Park show uh, for AEW, that might be happening as well. Um, but for WWE shows, I mean, there's uh, Money in the Bank is next month in Fort Worth. I don't know. I'm making the trip up for that one just yet. But for sure, by uh, I mean, by WrestleMania next year, my daughter will almost be a year old. Her literal first memory is watching Bianca Belair and Bailey. I mean, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. Uh, that was a day after she was born. So that's 100% going to be her first event most likely um but i want to make sure i'm there i want to make sure i'm supporting our friend thunder rosa though too so i'm gonna try to yeah. make it out to any mission pro wrestling events i want to go to another AEW event that was the last event i went to ever dan actually um i went to the AEW event in corpus before christmas and then after that christmas you know, 2019 2019 and then yeah. three months later pandemic hits things get shut down and that was that, that was the end of that so that's the last event i ever went to period so Definitely want to go to AEW, possibly. Uh, but, I mean, of course, me and you both are safe individuals. We always uh, tend to overthink things, I think. Yeah. You know, you and I are both vaccinated. We still practice social distancing, pro still practice with our masks. So uh, we'll see. But I'm, I'm more keen to wanting to go out and explore more and do more um, now that things are starting to open back up. It's just be safe out there, people. Don't, don't be crazy. Don't be idiots. If you're sick, stay home. And July, so it could be July 14th, AEW coming to Cedar Park. Right. I almost said Cedar Rapids. Cedar Park, HEB Center up oh, there. Cedar Rapids. And Cedar Rapids, yeah. No, Cedar Park, July 14th. And it's actually going to be uh, night one of two of Fighter Fest. If you remember Fighter yeah, Fest. So yeah, yeah. not just Dynamite, but be Fighter Fest. Uh, hopefully one or both of us will be up there July 14th. Maybe get some interviews up there, some AEW folks. Uh, yeah, anyone not, not named right. NJF. I'll yes, be happy now, to talk to you. I want to talk to MJF. You can talk to MJF. And I want to play all the clips of you being so scared oh, go to ahead. not talk to MJF. Go ahead. MJF is going to demolish Dan Cielo. Go ahead. 
MJ, go ahead. Dan Cena hates people already. MJ, <laughs> he's not going to go out ever again. MJF <laughs> is going to just kill us. Uh, so I'm excited. But Be, uh, before we go, him, Brandon, I'm going to show yes. him I have my cryptocurrency ready to roll. Your cryptocurrency. Before we go, this is this is relevant. Let me, let me show you here. That's what we're talking about earlier here. So know. okay, erotomania is when you think someone that is in sounds, love with you, but they're not. It, it may be a person you've never met. They might even be famous, like a politician or actor or wrestler. Oh, who the hell is famous as a you can be sure. Of, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Dude, what the hell? You can be so. Sh- okay, I'm not gonna read this. You can be so sure. Oh, okay. Wait, what the hell? Okay, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll put it back. I'll put it back. You're over here reading to the class, stumbling over words like third grade. Uh, okay. Again, uh, okay. You can be so people. sure of this love that you think you're in a relationship with this person. You may or may not be able to accept facts that prove otherwise. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it this up. Dance kind of looks this up because he thought he was suffering from this. Just so I can hear. Dan, you are one of a kind, sir. No, okay. You know, I mean, it's it's just. Erotomania. I don't want to be weird. I mean, I, I, I guess the more I talk about it, the more weird it gets. Yeah, 100%. This took a, this took a dark twist that yeah. I was not expecting, but a wonderful night. I'm going to get the side eye from. Never mind. I'm going I'm to go finish that. I'm going to. Dan's all over the place. Jesus, guys. All yeah. right. Well, thank the you Thunder guys. Rosa's husband going to block me on thank everything. You He's not going to just block you. He's going to sock the shit out of you. <laughs> thank you for joining us here on Down for the Count. We love you guys. Continue to follow the show on social media. You can find me at Big Poppy Brandon M. You can find the one and only, the dangerous one, the Orado Maniac. If you know. <laughs> oh, that's my new wrestler name. Great. Dan Cialana is at Dan for the count. And go follow the show, please, at DFTC Podcast, as well as at ESPN underscore SA. We appreciate it. And that is the bottom line, because down for the count, said so follow down for the count on twitter at dftc podcast